Good morning, everyone. Hope your week is going well. I am sitting here this Monday morning as I'm recording this, feeling blessed and thankful to be here with my friend, Samantha Mazzola. Sam, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, hanging in there. Um, Sam and I have known each other since middle school, and we've gone to high school together, and we've always tried to stay connected throughout the years, but one of the things that have impressed me about Sam is her ability to move forward in all aspects of her life. So Sam, I'm going to let you just give like a little introduction about yourself. And I guess we can get into the topic of health and wellness after. That's so go awesome. ahead. Thank you so much, Shante, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I've gone through quite the transformation. Um, so I'm Samantha Mazzola, the life coach, uh, personal trainer. Um, I specialize in health and wellness. Um, as you know, we both have medical backgrounds. Um, I started off working in the medical field and really just kind of coaching my patients into like a healthy lifestyle, into just like healthy living. <clears throat> and then I had my own personal separation in 2021 where um, I was separated and it really changed my life. Um, I went through a lot of really ups and really bad ups and downs. It was really, really hard for me. Um, but then I decided that that wasn't going to be the rest of my life. And I woke up and I decided I was going to change. So like many of the stories that I've had on here, Sam, you had a pivot point and you chose to go down the rocky road. What the hardest thing to do is to get back on track and just like instantly make your life good again. And that's what you kind of did for yourself. I applaud that. That's like, that's amazing. And also um, go into a little bit of your healthcare journey with me. Yeah. So, um, and thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I, I kind of applaud myself on a regular basis too, cause it wasn't easy. And like, it's an everyday, you know, it's an everyday lifestyle. Like you wake up and you have to keep pushing yourself. Um, so thank you for that. And you have to, yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I applaud that. And I know a lot of people in the past couple of years have gone through separations, whether it's been like a relationship, friendship or anything like that. And it's very easy to like sit down and wallow in your own sorrows and you have every right to be um, doing that, but getting up and making like that choice in your head that, no, this is not going to define me as a person. There's another chapter in my life that I need to get to. I need to end this chapter. So kudos to you. Thanks. So yeah, I interrupted you. Go into your healthcare journey for me. Um, give me specifics on like what was that like trigger moment for you that made you want to make a change in your health and wellness lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started working in healthcare when my son was super young. So from 2009 up until about 2017, um, I was always healthcare related. And I found myself... Um, really just like constantly coaching my patients. Um, from 2017 to 2019, I went into more of an office setting um, where I was able to spend a little bit more time with patients and kind of have deeper discussions than I was because I wasn't constantly running around. That's awesome. And I found myself really kind of coaching them into healthy lifestyles and hearing their stories. And patients would come to me and say, you know, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm depressed and I'm overwhelmed. And then they would list off everything that they were doing in a day and just like just looking at them like, did you hear what you just said? And like, do, do you, of course you're overwhelmed. Yep. Like everything that you just listed is not meant for one person to do. No. Nope. And then I had to go home and resonate with that. 
Because every time, you know, you say things out loud, you hear them. Yep. And it's like, oh, my God, I am them. Yeah. And like, why am I not taking this advice? Like, I'm giving all this amazing advice and I'm feeding these people life and trying so hard to make sure that everyone's doing their best. And I'm at home and I'm miserable. Yep. And who, where's the fairness in that? When do I get to be happy? Um, so that's when I realized. So it was 2020 after my separation, after I've had a whole entire year of just misery. Mm -hmm. Um. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I deserve to be happy. I deserve to live a healthy, happy lifestyle. And my son deserves it. My son deserves it more than anyone. And I started with affirmations. It didn't happen right away, but I, I should have wrote the date down, which is funny because I think about that now still to this day. Like the date that I woke up and I was like, you know what? This is the first day of the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, uh, it didn't start right away, but I did wake up and say, you know what? I'm going to change the rest of my life. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know it's never going to be like it was. And I started with affirmations. I started reading a lot of books. Um, there's a book that I absolutely swear by. It's called Mind Control by Jose Silva. Um, he's a doctor, and he helps you restructure your mind. Um, so I listened to it on Audible, and I used to play it while I was sleeping, while my son and I were sleeping. And um, now I have another book to add to my list. Thanks, Sam. I love that. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, my son's room is like fairly like close to mine, so I could like put it on my dresser and we could both hear it. Um, and I would just play it while we were sleeping because I was doing a lot of reading about like your subconscious and how, you know, you can really just like change your mindset and change your thoughts by listening to things and allowing your subconscious to really like seep into it and, the, and it will help to kind of seep into like your regular conscious and then you'll turn it into everyday life. Yeah. It works. It absolutely works. Before I knew it, within two weeks of me playing that over and over again, my son started having discussions that he was never having before. And like he started talking about like living in the matrix and how we all need to change things. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> like, this is working. Yeah. Like, this is really working. And, and for me, it was like every day I woke up and I just felt so much better. Um, and so I just kept doing it. And then it turned into like eye affirmations before I went to bed. And as soon as I woke up and I had to convince myself that I loved the gym. So that's something that's very huge and that I would like to discuss on this podcast is because people keep asking me about the gym. I did not start working out right away. Yeah. It took me a year and a half to get my mind straight and to get myself in a place where I could even work out. And I don't think people take enough time for themselves and to understand that your mental health has to come first. And the gym will absolutely help with that. Yeah. But not everybody's ready to just get up and go. If um, you don't have the mentality to say, I'm worthy enough of going to the gym and getting myself into a healthy lifestyle, if you're not right up there, going to the gym is never going to work. You could go to the gym for 100 days out of the year and it will never work unless your mind is in the right spot. I truly believe that. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're going to... You're going to let, let out those endorphins. You're, you're going to feel good after the gym, but you're going to go right back into the same mindset that you were before. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't work that way. So I just like for people to know that, um, and like I didn't, I wasn't like promoting myself then because again, like I was in a dark place. Like, why would I do that? So when I did start promoting myself, it was all about cooking. It was about fitness and stuff, you know, but it took me a year and a half of just me time of just being by myself, doing a lot of reading, doing a lot of soul searching, doing a lot of trying to figure out who am I? What do I want? before I really like got deep into my journey. And I, you know, I'm one of your followers. I've been following you since you started posting like all those little recipes. I was like, dang, that looks good. <laughs> and it's healthy and it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I fell so, cause you know, my journey with um, health and wellness and fitness and I was in the healthcare space, but 
2020 took a big hit on all of us and I literally went down the worst rabbit hole ever in regards to like weight gain and not understanding what I'm putting into my body is bad for me. Well, I knew it was bad for me, but I feel like we were in such a state of like, this is a huge epidemic that's happening in our country right now, like COVID and all that stuff. And I just didn't have the mental space to be healthy again. And maybe that was on me. Maybe I put myself in that bad place, but now I am back in the right mentality. I'm getting myself focused. I'm starting with my mind, starting with a little bit of what I put into my body and then the rest will come naturally. So I applaud you for telling us and being really honest and heartfelt with us that it did not come to you right away. Most fitness and health and wellness people, they don't tell you like the big struggles. They just show you like this before picture and this after picture. And you really don't get like, you see the beginning, you see the end, but you don't see the journey. Exactly. And the hardship and like the sweat, the blood and tears. Yeah. And I don't think people talk about it enough. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. No, no, no. Like I don't, I don't like it. And when people talk to me about it and they're like, oh my God, you just like got up and started. Absolutely not. If you have 45 minutes, I can tell tell you that's not what happened. And that I cried for an entire year and that I stress ate and that it took me to get to like, I weighed a lot, like a real lot. Like after my separation, all I did was just like eat and cry and it was not good. (laughs) And I totally feel you on that. Um, It's not... It's not easy to go through something that, I don't know how I'm really saying this, but it's not easy to go and break away from something that was so like stagnant in your life. That was so like, that was like your grounding force, whether it was good or bad. I know there's been a lot of situations in my life where I really held on to a person or a thing that was not good for me and finally letting that go while it was a weight off my shoulder it hurt just because something wasn't good for you and you let it go doesn't mean it's still not gonna hurt Mm -hmm. and to like push through that and get through that and come out on the other side and see like your beginning your middle and your end Mm -hmm. it just makes your story so much better it absolutely does and honestly it was something that i needed because i was too heavily connected to my family in unhealthy ways. it's hard being a mom because there's so much pressure on women already as it is and we become the full-time caretakers we become you know the mom the dad the cook the the default parent exactly that's what i call it it's constant and Mm -hmm. it's non-stop and it's not fair yeah um and it's hard to break away from that. And it's hard to be able to step back and say, wait a second, this is wrong. Yeah. Like there's two of us. Yeah. But once you're able to step back and say, you know, I didn't deserve the things that were going on. I didn't deserve that. And while I can be happy, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, but it also forced me into a spiritual awakening. Like I, all of a sudden, like I just had like this, like epiphany moment or like this like awakening moment i was like my purpose here is so much bigger (laughs) than what i've been doing and that's why this happened because i was not focused on what i was supposed to be focused on like i was so wrapped up in the bullshit of the day-to-day who's doing who's gonna cook who's doing the laundry who cares like i'll wear the same clothes i wore yesterday i got other stuff to do like i have more important things that need to be done and it's so funny that i feel like gearing it back to millennials I feel like when we hit 30, those pivot points started to happen and those mindset changes started to happen because we weren't living the way we were living in our 20s. I don't know about you, but like me, I was like 
very carefree up until I had my children. Like I was drinking, smoking. I was doing all, all the crazy things. And I thought that's like what gave my life purpose, like me having fun. But then I had kids and I had to kind of like settle down a little bit. I still had fun, still party, but like wasn't as crazy. But it wasn't until I realized, oh my gosh, these kids need someone to like function in life and like do everything for them. I needed to rearrange my brain and say, yes, I need to do everything for my kids. But now I need to also focus on what kind of person I want to be in the future because I can't be a partier that's like trying to take care of kids and setting examples for them. I want to be that good example. So exactly. my kids see me working. They see me doing all these different things. I'm I'm working. I made a big transition to a new different job. I started this podcast. I, I go out and I do multiple things. I need to make my kids see that it is a possibility to do whatever you want as long as you work hard at it. And I think what you're doing in that switch that you made is like going to show your son in the future. Well, it's showing him now. He's already getting the example from you now, but it's going to make him a much better partner, a much better human being on this earth. And just like overall, he's going to be a little bit more in tune with himself because you're like healing yourself mm -hmm. with him on the journey. Absolutely. And so, Oh, I'm so glad that you just hit those points. It's such a beautiful snow. I'm so happy to have this talk. My son had had to heal from a lot of stuff too. Mm -hmm. And we're doing it together. Yep. I've never been so open and honest in my entire life. And I don't, a lot of people disagree with this statement, but he's my best friend. Yeah. And I know that he's not supposed to be and that I'm his mom, but we grew up together. So like all of like the, the that time that like you got to like party and like do those things, I've you, never had that yep, ability. You were raising I had my son when I was 18. Yeah. So I didn't have the chance to... I didn't, I didn't get to do any of that stuff. Yeah. I would, and I was, and I was a mom, mom. Like I was with my son 24 seven. Like I didn't have support. Like I had my mom and I had my sister, but like they lived their own lives. And like his dad was very much absent, especially up until he was about like seven. Um, he was very just like in and out. It was me and my boy yeah. and that was it. And, <clears throat> but, th but that's not fair to my son no. because I d didn't have a chance to grow up. Yeah. So I was, it was a kid raising a kid, kid. and my son has to heal from that now. Yeah. And I do what I do because I understand that now. And there's no way that you can evolve and you can understand the things that you understand and not go back and re and rewrite those wrongs. Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to do that. But guess what? My transformation started with me looking in the mirror and say, Sam, what are you doing wrong? Yeah. Because guess what? You're leading this house and it's chaotic. There's yeah. something not right here. Yeah. Like we're not doing well. We're not thriving the way that we're supposed yeah. to be. You're and surviving, but you're not thriving. Right. And whose yeah. fault is that? Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. And that's okay. And you know what? I've oh swallowing pride, getting rid of your ego. It feels so good. Yes. Because you can't tell me nothing. What yeah. you, you, you can tell me whatever you want, but you better have a suggestion behind it. Yeah. Because if you think that I'm gonna hide from it, I'm not gonna go and fix it, you're dead wrong. Yeah. You guys are building a woman that you don't see. Yeah. Like I'm becoming a little bit too powerful here. Yeah. Like you can't, and it's just like, you don't want to live in a world like that anyway, where nope. you just like constantly shitting on people for making mistakes and for what? No. Okay. Well, guess what? I already swallowed that. So what else do you got? Yeah. I've already looked in the mirror. I've already said my piece with all of these things. And now I'm out here building a phenomenal community. Yep. And my son is, oh he's going to be the best husband. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Sweet. I was going to say, he's going to be such a good oh. spouse to someone because he's going to be so in tune with his emotions and so in tune with like showing that it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Communication is such a big concept in life and a lot for men men i feel like from a little age 
with boomers and all the older generation. They were taught that they're the man of the house and they should be respected. To a certain point, I do agree. But I also do want to point out that a male is just another version of a human on this earth. There's males and females. And we should be equally respected and also should understand each other on an equal level. There should be no power dynamics and relationship. There should be a mutual respect and understanding. And you hit it right on the nail. You're you're setting such a great example for him. Yeah. I applaud that. That's awesome. And I tell him all the time, like, you know, because I grew up in the era too where like it's not okay for boys to cry. It's not okay for boys to express themselves. <laughs> I seen my I seen it with my dad. Yeah. My dad was the first man that I ever seen cry. And he used to tell me all the time, like, it is okay for me to cry. Yeah. And so like I was luckily I did have some of that and I did learn it um in my in my life before becoming an adult. But it's something that I'm now teaching my son too because I see how it's affected other men. Like even with dating, yeah. Like you're dating all these men, and like you can tell, like wow, like oh, well, I'm never gonna see him again. They're not in tune with their emotion, stuff. exactly. Like you, and it's unfortunate because it's something that they've been taught, and it's something that you know, generation to generation will continue to get better. Mm-hmm. But it's been such a stigma for so long that it's really hard to break that. And it's hard for a strong man to be the strongest man in the group and say like, no, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Like I'm sad. Yeah. And that is, you're hitting the nail right on the head. Like I try to teach my kids that all the time. It's okay to show your emotions. Don't ever go and cry in a corner because you feel like you shouldn't be doing that as a boy. You should be doing that as a human being. We, we're given emotions. We're meant to feel happy, sad. We're meant to feel all the feels. And men get so caught up in the idea of being a male and being the head of their household that they don't they don't actually really know who they are. Because that's something that I've been like talking a lot about too, is that the evol- the, the as we evolve, right? Mm-hmm. It's changing. The roles are changing drastically. Yep. So men and women are more equal now than they ever have been. So I almost feel that it's unfortunate for men right now because I feel like they might not know what to do. Yeah. And like on my podcast, like I talk to a lot of men about like mental health and like different issues that they're having and what do they really struggle with. And it, it almost seems like they're displaced right now. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Because if, if you asked me this six months ago, I'd be like, yeah, they don't know what to do with themselves. Because But actually, I have a son and I can't look at it that way. Yeah. Because how is my son going to grow into this? And what is he going to be like as an adult? Exactly. But women have been forced to be so strong that I don't, there is no more household leader. Yeah. There should be, yeah. but there isn't. Yeah. And what do you, what do you do in that situation? And yeah. it's like, we don't, now we don't just cook and clean anymore. We don't just stay at home and the kids, guess what? Yeah. We own businesses. Yeah. We're making just as much money as you are. But I do feel in my heart that a house is best led with a man leading it yeah. because they lead with less emotion. They lead with logic. They, they lead in ways that are extremely strong and that are detrimental to everyone in the house. But how do we get men back to that? That's the part that I'm kind of like struggling with. But I do I do feel like it's very unfortunate for them right now just because of the way that the world is going. It's almost like, what do they do? Yeah. You know? And it's like for my son, like, I don't know, but this better correct itself by the time he's getting married because he's too sweet to be out here. <laughs> like it's a it's a big, huge conversation. It's it's an ongoing conversation that I definitely think needs to still keep happening. And those men that are willing to step up and have those conversations with women and try to get down to the nitty gritty, they should. Because I hope for the next generation that works out. I really do hope that like there is some type of structure to family 
um, values and just the overall family in general. And I just seen a thing on Instagram yesterday that was talking about how men have been spending more time with their children in this generation than than in like three generations yeah. ago. Yeah. And I think that that is huge. And I think that we have to talk about it more because the importance of it is getting, it's getting missed oh, all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. a, a man's place in a home is detrimental. There, women are just, and I know this from my own personal experience, two weeks to a week before my period, don't put me in charge of anything. Yep. Like, I'm a mess. First of all, I'm so I don't, angry. <laughs> I'm angry. Like, I don't know why I'm crying. Yep. I'm starving. Yep. Like, I need a nap yep. bad. Like, yep give a man that position yeah like let him lead that let him and like let him be able to say like oh no 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 she's not in the yeah. place to be doing yeah. this right now you know what i know I mean? my husband definitely was like i'm just gonna ignore you <laughs> because i know what's going on and like you're literally but like also my husband's like a big irishman and will cuss me out when he wants to but he's like you're just acting like a real bee right now and i know it's because of all of that going on so i'm let me just handle this and you go sit in a corner somewhere like, <laughs> nice. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> you, you just go get me some Ghirardelli chocolate. That's all I really need yep. at this point. It's fine. I'm going to take a nappy. <laughs> exactly. But I want to get into, because I know we only have a little limited of time, but that was such a great conversation, by the way, that like such a good Monday morning conversation, yeah, but <laughs> I want to go into your coaching and your cookbook. So tell me a little bit about, I know you told me a little bit about how you started getting into your whole journey, but tell me a little bit about your coaching, what you do, where you can find all that information. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have my website, which is called Transformation. Um, uh, my business, which is called Transformation. The website is uh, www.coachingintotransformation.com. Um, and that's where you can book sessions with me. You can do just like Q and A's. Um, really I'm available. My, my cell phone number's on there. So you could always text me. Awesome. Um, you can shoot me an email, but I offer different steps to coaching. So I offer, um, life coaching, which is kind of just like helping you declutter your thoughts and helping you move through the chaos so that you can move just easier and smoother throughout your life because that's where it all starts. It all starts with a little bit of declutter and a little bit of preparation but then I also offer health and wellness coaching. So if you feel like your life is going really well, but you're really unsure where to go on your health journey, but you're not ready to exercise, then we're going to take it slow. Then we're just going to incorporate supplements. We're going to talk about different foods. We're going to talk about different meditations and affirmations, things that are going to get you to where you want to be slowly. If you all set with that, let's say your life is going great and you know a ton about health and wellness, you just don't know how to work out. Then you're going to book me for a personal training session and we're going to go work out. Um, but right now I am in a little bit of a, a change as far as my business goes. I'm trying to move into more of a group aspect versus just one-on-one -on -one because I do have a full-time job also. Yeah. Um, and you know, trying to make time for my family and just like trying to make sure that I'm there for everybody. It's been a little difficult. So I'm <clears throat> trying to move out of more of like the one-on-one -on -one coaching and move it into more of like a group aspect. And I also think that it's really nice to, to bring communities together and to introduce people and to have people really working together so they can talk about goals and success and different things. Um, so that's my ultimate goal. So that you might see some changes on the website, but it'll always be up. What I wanted to ask you is, so I know there's levels to your coaching. Is there like a certain amount of like sessions that you do with people or is like every week or 
five days a week or like once every month like what like how does that work yeah so you can you can pick your plan so once you pick the sessions that you want then you can customize your own plan and we can kind of take it from there i do offer single sessions um that was really just like based off like client feedback um so i have my own coach and they were not thrilled about that because it's not ideal for a business for a business owner but i understand what a hard time everybody's having financially right now and yeah. my goal is to help people not make money exactly you know, i would like you know you have to make money in your business but that's not what i do it for yeah. um so i don't i don't suggest single sessions just because you can't get too much out of an hour session yeah. you know but i'll teach you as much as i can in that hour and then we'll take it from there ideally though it's quarterly so you would book with me and it would be for a three month span and mm -hmm. we would see each other weekly throughout that three months um and then depending on the plan that you purchase we would either see each other weekly or we would see each other weekly and then you would have access to like my phone my phone i would text with you you know if you're looking for like wake up calls <clears throat> like yeah we'll, we'll meet every wednesday but i really need someone to get me up at 5 a.m to make sure i'm at the gym yeah. guess what i'm on you 503 where you at what you're doing yeah so that it costs a little bit more, of course, because it's, it's very time consuming. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people just need that accountability and that's yeah. what I'm there for. And I, I, I truly believe that. I feel like somebody, people need like something to kind of like get them motivated, whether it's like that wake up phone call or just like something that is like motivating them to get up in the morning. So yeah, like Absolutely. that's definitely well worth or it. Or if you're super like an accountability person like I am, it's at the end of the day, like, hey, what did you accomplish today? I'd like to see a list. Like mm -hmm. what, what did you, what did you get done today? <clears throat> and it's like, yo, if you only got three things out of the five that you planned, that's fine. Yeah. That's great. You got tough Sometimes done. you just need encouragement too. Yeah. Um, as far as the fitness and the meal preparation part goes, I have all of these like meal preparations that I have that are go-to's i have a grocery shopping list that um i provide all of the clients with it's kind of like the outskirts of the store but it's also inside yeah. so mine is very realistic it's very much human based it's not like you can only eat vegetables and chicken and no th that's not how i did it so that's not how i'm teaching it yeah um i have i have a takeout menu for people like yeah i oh, do wow. it's high protein low carb because guess what you're gonna find yourself on the road one day because you forgot your lunch and you're gonna have to eat out yeah what are you gonna do guess what sam got you that's nice oh my gosh a takeout menu that's different i feel like i've never heard that before because but because it's not it, people are doing things that are not sustainable and mm -hmm. that's why everyone's failing and it may, it breaks my heart to be honest because it's like you guys aren't being honest yeah so it's like of course this isn't this isn't like sustainable for anybody yeah. like people are gonna have to eat out people are gonna go places. i love food yeah me too and yeah. it's like if you're a food person then like you need other ways to approach it yeah. so that's kind of how i broke this down and that's how i did it like snacks like i made um an entire list of just like snacks inside outside whatever things that you can travel with um i tried to make it like bulletproof so that it's not like this like wicked fancy 500 recipes no it's like 30 recipes that you can that got you yeah you know what i mean like if you you can switch them up however you want you can do whatever you want with them but at the end of the day like if you follow this you're guaranteed for success now are these recipes in your cookbook that's they, in the works they are so the cookbook will be out um the spring of 2024 which i'm super excited about it's yes. going to be cooking with sam i, I just that. finished the photo shoot for it um it's a very exciting so um, they're mostly dinner recipes. The cookbook is, uh, very much kind of like family based, like things you can cook, healthy meals you can make for your family. Yeah. Um, there's different like serving sizes and things like that, but it is all very much still high protein, low carb, um, just like different ideas of stuff. 
the meal plans that I'm going to offer, that's really going to come more with like the training service. Um, so it'll be do two different aspects. Okay. That sounds amazing. I am going to link all of this stuff in the description of this podcast as well as in all my posts. If you guys follow me on all my social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I always forget Twitter, but it's at um, Millennial Pivot. And Sam, why don't you list off all of your social medias for me so that way we can get people connected with you. And I know it's the new year. Everybody's ringing in the bell and they're starting to commit to a change in their life, whether it is health or wellness. I mean, we all can change a little bit about ourselves and not to say that like everybody needs change, but some people need that consistency. So drop some social links for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I can be found on Facebook at Samantha Mazzola. Um, my Instagram is training with Sam. It's training, uh, dot W Sam. Uh, my YouTube is also training with Sam spelled the same way. Same with TikTok. My um, Instagram is really where I post most of my materials and it's the easiest way to reach me. Um, but my website would be an alternative. Um, I actually post a lot of blogs too on my website that are really good reads. Um, just mostly based around like mental health, fitness, things like that. Um, and I make sure that they're quick reads. You know, people attend, people's attention span isn't what it used to be. So yeah. um, they're nice, super quick, informative. And then there's like a ton of resource links if you're interested so again, that's www.coachingintotransformation.com. And then my Instagram is actually fed into the website. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And all my social links are listed there too. Well, that's awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for uh, blessing me with your presence today. This has been such a great conversation and it was so nice to just reconnect with you and just talk about your journey and your pivot point. And now your pivot point is actually serving a community, which is I feel like we're put on this earth to like make some type of difference in the world, whether it's enormous or small. And what you're doing is big, like the health and wellness sector, especially post COVID is such a instrumental part of getting this world back on track and you're doing it. You're like doing amazing work. So I am so thankful that you came on this podcast today. Thank you so much, Shante, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh man. Thank